2: welcome back to episode seven of Fear of the Week. Uh, I've got cool little paranormal story for you, and of course, I've got Kristen with me.
0: A cool co-host. <laughs> yeah, sure.
2: <laughs>
0: hey. I am.
2: Hey, what's the odds that we will both be wearing office sweatshirts? I know. Whatever my. Is.
0: Mine is the Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica, and his is The Office. Mine's cooler,
2: but... Whatever, you know what I don't like same? about this, and I point this out. I, I don't know if you can see this. So it says the office just in the big letters. Yeah. And it's got the little TM next to it. It's trademarked. I get it. Yeah. But underneath of it, there's this long ass sentence. Office
0: is trademarked and copyright of Universal. I can't see. I don't have my glasses.
2: Yep, yeah, that's part of it. But then there's like, it's like this big long sentence of everything that covers it. And it's like underneath the logo, and it just looks like crap.
0: I don't know, but guys, you should see this pillowcase I got, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if who watches The Office, but there's the episode where um, they're doing the CPR training, and Dwight cuts the face off of the dummy, and he puts it on his face, and he's like, "Clarice." Well, it's a sequin pillow, like the ones where you like move your hand, and the sequins turn into a picture, and. It's a black sequin pillow, and then when you move it, it's his face with the with the plastic mannequin's face on his face. It's awesome.
2: It is awesome. It's really great. I love it. And it goes with my Dwight, you're an ignorant slut pillow that I got for Christmas. That's
0: why I got it, because I was like, this matches your bedroom set completely. I love it. <laughs> it's awesome.
2: Um, two things while we're on that subject. Okay. That kind of fit. Did you know that in the actual movie, Silence of the Lambs, he never said, hello, Clarice. He didn't? No. He said something similar, but he didn't actually say, hello, Clarice.
0: I mean, I always, he always says Clarice in a really creepy way,
2: yeah. but... But everybody says that. I mean, that's just the saying. It's hello, Clarice, but he never actually said that in the movie.
0: I wonder why they do that. Like, talk about yeah, it,
2: then. People do that with stuff all the time. Just like the, Luke, I'm your father. He didn't actually say, Luke, I'm your father.
0: I haven't looked... I've been living a lie? Yes, you have. Great. Now, here's
2: the other part, too. Did you know that the the CPR dummies, mm-hmm. the face, is actually of a girl in France that they found underneath of a bridge, <gasps> and they never found her identity, but the guy made like a death mask of her, and that's what they use for all these...
0: Are you shitting me?
2: I'm uh, um, 100%. Excuse
0: my language?
2: I think... It, it, I'm pretty sure it was France might have been I don't know if it was Paris or not wow. but, but yeah she was found younger I think she was like 18 19 years old but they found her and they never she was a Jane Doe they never found out who she was but the guy thought she had such a unique face he made a death mask of her and that's what they used Well, for
0: remind these. me not to get my CPR training cuz <laughs> that is freaking creepy no way Jose
2: well speaking of creepy another story this one also came from the mirror which is over in uh, England mm-hmm Shop owner catches ghost on CCTV moving crate away from the employee, so she falls. Awesome. (laughs) The owner of the shop in in Irvine, Scotland, said that their resident ghost, Stacy, was behind the prank. CCTV footage shows the supermarket worker falling into the shelves. And it's just as funny as it sounds. That shit's funny. The worker was restocking the drink section when she fell. This is a spooky moment. A shop worker fell into a supermarket shelf after a crate mysteriously moved away from her. (laughs) The owner of the Bortree Hill supermarket in Irvine, Scotland, claims a ghost pulled the step out from from underneath the woman's foot, causing her to fall over. CCTV footage of the tumble shows the employee got to stand on the crate. Going to stand on the crate before it flies away from her and she crashes to the floor. Oh my goodness. In the video there is a clear gap between the bottom of Elisa's foot and the crate, the Daily Record reports. Poor the shop owner <laughs> says that the store's resident ghost called Stacy was behind the prank. She tried to step on the crate to reach up to the top shelf. Since this made times uh, made the Times might as well get it on here as well. So it says, posting the clip on Facebook, they write, When Elise, our employee, annoys Stacy, our resident ghost, Stacy moves the Crate to teach Elise a lesson. (laughs) Don't be flirting with her man in the store.
0: Ooh.
2: Elise was fine, just really sore butt. (laughs) (laughs) She's butt hurt. (laughs) But, (laughs) But we reviewed the CCTV, noticed Crate appears to move without being touched. However, the crate moved from underneath her, and she took a tumble. It comes after CCTV footage at the Lamb and Lion in High Petergate appeared to capture a ghost girl in a dress walking behind a waitress as she clears tables. That's according to the assistant manager, Lee Smith, who saw the video in October. Lee, who was working at the pub for four years and claims the footage is unedited, said the camera is close enough to the bar area and I was around there setting up right after breakfast. Drinks fell all over the floor, and the employee came crashing down. So you got two little stories there.
0: Okay, so my question to you is, If would you continue to work at a place if it was haunted like that? Especially if the money was not that great. Would you continue to stay there? If you knew that there were apparitions, things going on, creepy, 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 would you stay there?
2: Yes. God, you're insane. Because those things don't... Well, I mean, if it was something... If it was doing harmful things, that I would probably rethink it. But if it's just doing, you know, little pranks and stuff like that.
0: Man, no way. I mean, it, it just creeps me out. I just couldn't do it, especially if you're, like, if you have to close the store or you're in a situation where you're by yourself. Mm-mm. I would not work there. No.
2: So we did that story of the, uh, uh, the Menger Hotel. Mm -hmm. To where they see Teddy Roosevelt's ghost, and that one employee was in there by himself closing, and and he saw the ghost, and it freaked him out. And he was trying to bang on the door, and the door wasn't open. Oh, see
0: what I'm saying? But but all he
2: was doing was standing there. I don't care. He wasn't doing anything to hurt,
0: he was just sitting at the bar. Chilling? No. Mm mm. That's just me. I'm too. I'm scary cat. I could not do it.
2: No. Nope. But you know that if you see a ghost at work, you know there's ghosts all around you all the time. Apparently, are there because where there's one, there's several others. So it's not going to matter where you're at. It's probably haunted. It just might not be visible to you.
0: There ain't none a Toyota. I can tell you that because if they are, then they're stupid. Because why in the <laughs> hell would you want to come back to that hell hole? Sorry guys, that you know to the haunt there. Ugh. Your dad would be no one to come back my dad would he has told me that he hopes that he dies in there he's so he works <laughs> <laughs> he's been there 28 years i love you dad if you hear this and he works 7 days a week ugh it makes me sick to just to think about it i cuz it's just not a fun place to work but he said that he hopes that he dies in there because i guess you get more money your family will get more insurance money if That's you die inside there, whether it's caused by something in there or
2: not. Or just natural causes. But
0: still, God, I would not. I don't even like walking up in that place, let alone dying in there. Ew. Yes.
2: I, I think, like I said, it, it doesn't bother me. To I mean, if, I'm not scared of haunted places. You know, as you can tell, obviously, we went to the Sally House. So, and that did not bother me at all.
0: The only thing that sucked about that place was the hard-ass floor I had to lay on. (laughs) And Princess Justin got the couch. If you're listening, Justin Rimmel. Little princess got the couch and all the girls had to sleep on the floor. And you snored
2: the whole time. Justin is an ex-Marine. If he wants the couch, he can have the couch.
0: I don't give a crap. Thank you
2: for your service, Justin.
0: Whatever. (laughs) Thank you for not giving me the couch.
2: (laughs) jerk i'm just kidding <laughs> he's a nice well, what's guy what's amazing is there's beds all over the house and we wouldn't let us sleep in any
0: of them. <laughs> i know i know uh yeah we were and even well, except for if,
2: one certain person
0: right Who's cammy yeah who snuck in there <laughs>
2: And, man, that was creepy.
0: But even if we could sleep in the beds, there was no way in heck I was going into that one bedroom where we heard, like, all the voices and, like, the <laughs> closet supposedly, supposedly has, like, a demon inside of it or it seemed, something. That's, that's
2: exactly what I'm talking about. When your mom left her glasses. Mm-hmm. And I had to go up there and find them. I was in the place by myself because I got the code to get back in the door. I was in there by myself, and I walked right in that closet and took pictures and stuff by myself.
0: You're nuts. I, w- I was too scared to even get up and go to the bathroom. I was praying to God I didn't get a case of the poos. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, almost like, there is no way in heck I'm waking up while everyone else is asleep to go to the bathroom and pray I didn't have the poos.
2: You could have went in there, and then you would have had to use the toilet paper geist. No. (laughs) All right, let's get into Leslie's story tonight—the fear of the week—and this one's unique because, like I said, I've already told you last week, but two people in China get their hands cut off, and they have to put it on their foot. On their foot. So let's hear. Let's hear how that came to be. You are listening. To the fear of the week, with author Leslie Fear. Hey everybody, welcome to this edition of the Fear of the Week with author Leslie Fear. Pick up all of her books on Amazon.com, or you can uh, look her up on her Facebook artist page and Instagram, and all those places, and connect with her. Ain't yeah, that right, Leslie? That's
1: right. It's so easy. It's one click away, guys. And you're going to be hourly entertained. And it's just fantastic. I can't believe no one has done it yet.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think well, it's that's true that nobody has I, done
1: I, it I, I think a few of you have. Come on. Come on, people. Show me some loving,
2: Leslie, tonight's story, I'm not even going to give an introduction to because it's just completely weird. Uh that's what we like, but it's completely innovative, and it's it just shows how far science has come so tell us a little bit about uh your story that comes from, over from Asia
1: Well, China has come a long way, I tell you, and there's a Chinese doctor that actually saved a man's hand by grafting it to his ankle. What happened wow. was I know. His name is, and I'm going to butcher the name. So any of our lovely Asian listeners, please understand that I am not versed in the Chinese language at all. His name is, <laughs> but I did look up the pronunciation. Please give me that. His name is X uh, A X I A O Xiao Wei, and he lost his right hand in an accident at work, but he couldn't have it attached right away to his arm. And the reason being is because his tendons were all severed and they needed time to heal. So they decided we have to keep the blood flow and we have only so much time to do this. We're going to take, you know, take it and actually attach it to his ankle, open up a little area. You have a very big vein in your leg and on the Mm -hmm. side of your ankle. And that helped give him that blood supply in his hand. Now he had to be like this for an entire month and they would go in and check the blood supply and they would go in and make sure everything was good with the hand and the coloring was right. And the coloring under the nails were right. There was a lot of very special techniques they had to do to, and he couldn't Mm -hmm. really move very much. So he had to stay very still for a month, but that gave it long enough time for it to heal. And so they decided to go ahead and attach it. Because you know like I said they're borrowing a blood supply from an artery and a leg mm-hmm. that's that's pretty amazing yeah you know
2: so, I, now I was gonna say so when they attach that thing to his foot there's all these different blood vessels and stuff like that in the hand I mean do they they don't are they not having to attach each one of those to something or is it just like the main blood supply
1: in the picture it doesn't look like it's attached except for like at the end, but in another picture I saw of something else, there was one going in the top of the hand and in a couple of the fingers. And I just don't think we saw that in the other picture that I, I think I sent it to you in case people want to see it. Cause it's really cool looking, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy because you look at the picture and it doesn't make sense. But then hearing the story, why haven't we thought of this? Before now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? That I mean, is just amazing. weird.
2: That's why we hadn't thought about it. Well, well, <laughs> I would have never thought of it. Even looking at the picture, I wouldn't have thought about it.
1: I wouldn't even. you know, can you imagine what would happen to Lorena Bobbitt's husband? <laughs> oh, man.
2: <laughs> We're going to put this on your forehead, sir. That's where your blood supplies <laughs> Well, you know. Lorena Bobbitt, Lorena Bobbitt would be. That's an excellent idea. He finally has that foot he keeps talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My
2: well, gosh. it could have been
1: an Audi belly button. I don't know. Oh, that's true. So, uh, yeah. So they so they were able to connect his hand back. So yeah. So a month later, after the nerves and tendons um, and his and his wrist had healed, the surgeons were able to actually remove the hand and reattach it back to his arm. You know, right there at that your uh-huh. wrist bone. And according to the doctors, um, they were hopeful for full uh, or at least partial function of that hand. Now uh-huh. that happened in 2003. And but but the thing is, it happened again at another factory in, t- in July of 2015. Another man severed his hand in a work accident. It involved like a spinning blade machine. Oh, it, yikes, you know. And he and so he was rushed to this I'm not going to say this hospital correctly. He was rushed to a hospital <laughs> in <laughs> Changsha the capital of hunan province in central china and it's the same hospital that performed the other microsurgery back in 2013 same doctor same team and so they mm-hmm. did it again and they attached it actually to the lower his lower leg mm-hmm. same thing keep it steady you know don't move much yeah. you know and they actually waited that month took it off put it back on and he after a month could move his fingers so we did get an update oh on God. him. I know.
2: It had have been more impressive if he could have moved on when it was on his leg.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. If you had an
0: itch, they could have yeah. scratched your like, ankle. Can you like, <laughs> no, I don't know. scratch that toe for me? Yeah, because I certainly would have just stayed in my house for that month. I wouldn't have took any
1: chances. You my know, says he probably
2: had to stay in the hospital. For no, that he
1: month. did. He had to stay in the hospital. And then he had to stay oh. another month for rehab. Uh, I don't think he had to no. stay in the hospital. But he had to go back every however many times a week to for, for rehab for the hand. And that's how we started being able to move his fingers. Like I said, I don't have the update on the first guy, but the second guy could move his fingers and they hope that he can gain as, like I said, it's not for sure known if he'll ever get full gain of that, of the use of his hand. But the fact that he can mm-hmm. move his fingers is amazing to me. And and the pictures are just, the pictures are crazy weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, is there
2: pictures of the newest one also?
1: Yes, and I can send that one to you, too. Nice.
2: Yeah. Now, is, isn't it true that on the first guy, that when they put it down there uh, by his ankle, that he did not contract any type of infections, but he did get a bad case of athlete's hand?
1: Well, I wasn't going to talk about it. <laughs> Jerry, you were so I bad. I swear, he is a mess. <laughs> you are mess. so you you just think you're so funny, don't you? Oh, he does. He just <laughs> thinks he's. Hilarious. I was just trying to figure out how you
2: put a shoe on. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> well, he probably wasn't walking a whole lot. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it,
0: it, it yeah. it's just mind-boggling how smart these doctors are.
1: Yeah, I and mean, that's the thing. And for what I understand, like if you were to lose like a single digit, like like a finger. It can uh-huh. go a little longer and not have a blood supply uh-huh. in it. But when you it, when it comes to a foot or a hand or an arm, you uh-huh. you got to do it almost immediately. And that's why they did yeah. it so quickly. And they were like, okay, where can we put this where it's going to get enough blood uh-huh. and just get it on something? Because, you know, even if you didn't have full use of it, having no hand at all is worse than uh-huh. having something there right right and i love the fact that they, it it yeah, i love the fact that they were able to do this so that's i'm just yeah i'm just hoping he gets full use of his hand and he doesn't have any athlete's hand after this like jerry said <laughs> well kudos that's amazing i'll just
2: take a hook and be done with it
1: well yeah there's that the guy that had the uh, severed arm or you know he severed his arm he could have just put a hook right there to shoulder <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll y'all will hear about that story later <laughs> or before this oh i gosh. don't know when jerry's gonna put it on <laughs> 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 but that's my uh <sighs> that's my fear of the week and i'm pretty impressed by all the doctors
0: i'm very yeah, impressed it's,
2: it's a great story
1: well i love that you love it and um i got crap to do so i'll uh, i'll see myself out
2: So I think these doctors are geniuses, but I also think it would be hard to not be able to move for that long of a period of time like they had to do.
0: No, but I really think we need to give these doctors
2: a hand. (laughs) (laughs) I am so funny. You imagine how hard it would be for them to clap?
0: (laughs) Uh, You know those toys? Where like you smack them yeah, to get the what are clac- those called? The clapper
2: clackers or whatever.
0: Yeah, like when you shake them, like they both smack each other. That's how it would be, like with between the hand and the foot. No. <sighs> okay. Anyways, yeah, that was gross, but that you're right. That is pretty genius for the doctors to think of that to save that poor man's hand.
2: So awesome, guys. We uh, will see you guys next week.
0: Goodbye.